it is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. Welcome back to Information Operation. We are on the road still. We'll be back in the studio next week, but we are lucky to have with us today again the CEO of Getter, Jason Miller. Welcome, Jason, to the show. I appreciate you being on. Thank you. Good to be back with you. So uh, we were talking before we started. I used to be on a Brazil team back on the street decades ago. I know the country well. I used to travel to Sao Paulo, trade with all the uh, big Brazilian banks. Fascinating culture, very diverse, but so much potential. But there, there's... Uh, a lot going on there right now, and you are closer to it than most. Can you give us the overview and then maybe a deeper dive as to what's happening with the Bolsonaro government against a Lulu resurgence or and, and everything with Getter being involved there as well? Thank you. Absolutely. So Getter is uh, very big already in Brazil, and part of the reason is that President Bolsonaro, uh, as well as now all three of his adult sons, are on the platform and using it quite a bit. Part of the reason for that, and just to kind of take a step back and explain, mm -hmm. uh, look, in 20, uh, you know, when Brexit passed in the UK, it caught the elites uh, and the, the globalists really off guard. When President Trump won, it really caught the globalists and the elites off guard. When mm -hmm. President Bolsonaro won, it caught the globalists and the elites off guard. As we saw in 2020, uh, the elites and the globalists were ready for President Trump. The Empire they Strikes Back. Right. They wouldn't they wouldn't change the rules of the game. They changed the the voting system. They literally, literally changed the rules of the game. Uh, also, they had big tech and big media collude to either shut down President Trump or to go and censor and quiet certain stories, say the Hunter laptop scandal. Now, what we're seeing is really since they've deplatformed President Trump, that was kind of their test case. And now they're really putting it into effect with President Bolsonaro. So you have the media that is trying to shut him down. They're all against him. You have the Supreme Court there, which you get this. The Supreme Court in Brazil is effectively the DOJ plus the FBI plus Jerry Nadler plus Ofcom uh, uh, to pull in something from the Brits. And it's literally a single Supreme Court justice can investigate, charge and prosecute anyone they want for wow. any reason at all. And it's and there, there's no recourse. It's the Supreme Court. It's not like yeah. you go and appeal a Supreme Court ruling. And so that is what's happening. That's now being weaponized effectively against President Bolsonaro and anyone who is uh, perceived as one of his allies. So you look at uh, Alan Dos Santos, uh, who's a Brazilian journalist now living in the United States um, under uh, essentially a protective asylum. Uh, the Supreme Court is trying to get him back to Brazil. Uh, you look at someone like uh, Fernando uh, Lisboa, uh, who's another prominent um, uh, video uh, blogger, essentially a mm -hmm. vlogger. Uh, and so you look at a number of these these conservatives, these Bolsonaro supporters who are now being oppressed and silenced for really nothing else other than they happen to be supporters of the president. And so it's a fascinating dynamic where if you thought it was bad what they're doing to President Trump, it's even 10 times worse what they're doing to President Bolsonaro. 
So many people don't know the history of Brazil. Uh, Lula was president for a while. He's an admitted communist, basically. He was put in jail for corruption, and the Supreme Court let him out. Am I correct on that? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. It's, it, it, just to make clear on this, here's how yeah. absurd it is. You literally, the same people who put him in jail are the people who are now propping him up. They hate Bolsonaro that much. And so in a yeah. lot of ways, it's kind of like uh, when you think about the, the TDS, Trump derangement syndrome, mm -hmm. uh, you can almost have BDS. Uh, although I know there's a BDS before, but uh, Bolsonaro mm -hmm. derangement syndrome where they hate Bolsonaro and the fact they can't control him so much. They literally want to put this this uh, guy that was convicted for uh, for corruption and, and thrown in the slammer. They want to bring him back and put him in charge of the country simply because they hate Bolsonaro. And Lula basically strip mined the jewels of Brazil, like Petrobras and, and others. Um, I mean, literally took the natural resources and, and and the company is not doing very well at this point. If, am I correct on that? Uh, as far as the, the Petrobras? Uh, yeah. So that uh, the country is obviously having some challenges. A lot mm -hmm. of the reforms that President Bolsonaro is trying to put in effect, uh, he's getting a lot of pushback on that. And keep in mind that it's not even just internally domestic, the problems that he faces. Keep in mind that a lot of the media, for example, feeds off of other Western countries and media mm -hmm. for how uh, they essentially populate uh, their own news environment. And so the uh, we have globalist folks such as The Economist, The Financial Times. If, if there's a day ending and why there's a hit piece, neither the FT or The Economist, uh, essentially trying to blame President Bolsonaro for everything from the rainforest to, uh, yeah. uh, to COVID to anything else uh, and saying that it's all his fault because they want to then influence Brazilian news outlets to then keep this echo chamber going. And why is this so important to the why should Americans be worried about Brazil? Um, because this is the this is the next step of what the uh, big tech and big media want to do. They mm -hmm. help Joe Biden uh, assume the the position of president of the United States in 2020. They obviously want to try to knock off President Bolsonaro in 2022. They'll also try to do the same thing with Viktor Orban, president of Hungary. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to come back and try to stop President Trump from winning in 2024. If they're successful in 2022, and then they can say, hey, we beat Trump in 20, uh, we beat Bolsonaro in 22, don't know if they can quite get to uh, Orban, uh, it might be too tough of a challenge. Then they're going to say, okay, the world is fine. We do not need to let Trump back. Let's go and continue to rig the system against him. It all comes back to uh, the overall big game of how do you squash anyone who's a populist, anyone who's an economic nationalist. Mm -hmm. And it's really a singular objective from uh, big tech and from big media. So how is uh, Getter uh, doing in Brazil? It's growing rapidly. I, mean, I know Brazil- It's growing rapidly. Yeah. Uh, we're over a half million users. Uh, it's uh, roughly uh, 15, maybe about 17% of our overall user base, uh, which mm -hmm. is fantastic. And in mm -hmm. fact, I would say that over this last week or so, um, we've had more daily signups from Brazil than uh, on most of the days than from any other country. Uh, I think for the last seven days, Brazil has been our had the pole position for countries with the most signups. Uh, so it's it's taken off like a rocket ship. Uh, like I said, in addition to President Bolsonaro, his adult sons, uh, we have some conservative folks. Um, uh, Ernesto Arroyo uh, was a former foreign minister. Ana Paula mm -hmm. Henkel, uh, who's a former, I think she has three or four Olympic uh, medals uh, from the, mm -hmm. the Brazilian volleyball team. Uh, so we have some, we definitely have some big heavyweights. Uh, a couple of singers uh, that are on board. And so some pretty exciting people 
that are that are on and uh, and using our new live stream feature, which is something that uh, right now even Twitter doesn't have. And so Alan Dos Santos uh, and Fernando Lisboa, for example, were both live streaming last night and had huge audiences. So uh, what's the future for Getter besides live streaming? What other uh, you know bells and whistles do you have coming? So a couple of things. Um, by the end of the year, we'll have it where everybody has the extended video length. And so you probably saw where Twitter rolled out their Twitter blue. And they're trying uh -huh. to shake people down for, was it $3.99 or $4.99 a month? Something of that nature to basically be able to undo posts, but then also to, uh, to have longer videos. We're effectively going to go and say, hey, you know what? Actually, we're going to go and give that to you for free. Uh, you're not going to need to go and pay some extra premium. But here's the other thing, too. Uh, very shortly, by Christmas for sure, uh, maybe even by Thanksgiving, but definitely by Christmas, when you post on Getter, it'll then pop up on Twitter. So uh, mm. people talk about having multiple platforms. The only one you're going to need to be on is Getter because what you post wow. there it will show up other places. That really will start kneecapping Twitter and even the the need for there to, to be a Twitter, uh, quite frankly, unless, unless maybe you're you know the, the, the crazy left. Uh, so we have some pretty aggressive plans and we're going right for the jugular. So I, I know that in Brazil they stopped you at the airport. Have they done any more, uh, you know, counterinsurgency operations against Getter uh, that you know? Uh, not yet. I'll be back down there for Carnival uh, coming up in uh, February, and uh -huh. so we'll see what uh, what they do. But I'll make sure I have my legal team rolling with me. Uh, they'll be uh, attached to the hip the whole time. But uh, I love Brazil. I love the people of Brazil. I love mm -hmm. the country of Brazil. Uh, it's a beautiful place. Uh, everybody is so. Uh, passionate and expressive in what they're doing. They love freedom, and I can't wait to get back down there. So, how do people support Getter? How do they find you? How do they, uh, you know, find out what's happening in the Getter world? Absolutely. Well, easiest way: go to Getter.com. Uh, it's a very quick sign up. You can get on literally just a matter of seconds, uh, or you can go to the apps, the Apple App Store. Go to Getter G E T T R, uh, or you can go to the Google Play Store. Getter G E T T R. Sign up. See what it's all about. Great people. Everyone from Steve Bannon to Mike Pompeo to Sean Hannity and Mark Levin. Uh, we even have some non-political type folks like Enos Cantor from the Boston Celtics, Jorge Masvidal from the UFC, Gina Carano from the Mandalorian. Uh, so uh, it, it's growing. In addition to President Bolsonaro, Eric Zemmer, who's the leading conservative running for president in France, uh, is on board. Uh, so we, we just have some really cool folks who've joined this platform and everyone's realizing Getter's, Getter's the ticket. This is where the cool technology, uh, where people go and, and we're making social media fun again. And what, what, any other countries that are ramping up besides uh, Brazil that you're excited uh, about? Question. So Japan is right off the heels uh, of Brazil. It's about 13% or so. I'll be wow. going to Japan in January. Um, and so I think I'm going to have a 10-day quarantine, so I'll, I'll take some movies uh, hmm. to, uh, to watch on the iPad. Uh, you know, maybe do my uh, get my, my hotel uh, push-up and sit-up routine down. Um, and then also uh, London, uh, or excuse me, uh, the UK, France, and Germany are kind of the next three that are right there. As we run the corner to next year, there are a couple other markets I want to expand into, uh, including the Philippines, uh, mm -hmm. Indonesia, India, uh, where India is one of our top 10, but I want to expand our presence. Uh, yeah. Also in the UAE, where we're actually going to be going up on some advertising here very shortly. And then Colombia and South Carolina. Uh, excuse me, Columbia, South America. There is a mm -hmm. Columbia, South Carolina. I used to live there. Uh, that's why mm -hmm. I got, but uh, Columbia in South America is another growth area. So uh, right now, part of it is just narrowing down the, the scope exactly where we want to go, but really kind of focusing on about six countries right now. I want to get, get that up to about, you know, about double that to about a dozen or so. And, right. Uh, boy, if you thought that 2021 20, uh, was exciting, what do you see 2022? 
Well, Jason, thank you very much for your time. I know you're busy, so uh, appreciate you having, and as it grows, we want to have you back. All right. Thank you, sir.